Okay, everybody, here we are. We are we are on the Monday call, and we have excellent content for you today. <laughs> we, this is so funny because, you know, if you're coming here live, you will realize that we have, um, you know, we started out with a, the wrong phone number. And if you're listening to the recording, you can just know that make, making the um, – the, the live call sometimes is always fun. <laughs> you miss the comedy in action, you know. It's just really good. But uh, anyways, you know, I want to quickly go through what's happening this month. You know, we're mid-month. Uh, as far as specials going with Young Living, there are Savvy Minerals will be on sale for a couple more days. Um, some of the products are on significant um, 25% off, which is, Huge. I mean, I'm a huge Savvy Mineral fan. Um, personally, um, I'm Jen Springer, by the way, in case you're new listening to this uh, recording or live or podcast. And I've been with Young Living since 2001. And one of my greatest struggles was not only, you know, we had these fantastic nutritional products, essential oils, and personal care, but then I was sacrificing what I was putting on my face and because we didn't have a product. And I was buying the mineral product that everybody in the world was using, and I was having like, <laughs> I had even dermatologists come up to me and be like, I think you've got rosacea. And I'm like, I don't have rosacea. And needless to say, when Savvy Minerals came out a couple years ago, I switched my entire product line over to Savvy from the other, quote, minerals. And the redness in the veins, the, the veins that were showing, capillaries that were showing up on my cheeks totally went away. Um, my burning, itching eyes went away. I would put my makeup on, same color as Savvy Minerals, and my eyes would tear and burn for like three hours. And then I would like tear off the makeup and like wash it off with my own tears, and then I wouldn't burn anymore. And needless to say, it all stopped when I started with Savvy Minerals. And my dryness, my, I had significant dryness. I'd put my skin on because many of the products that are on the market, especially the famous mineral company, has cornstarch in it, which they say they use that for oil control. But it's extremely drying. And my skin, I'd have to put on, like, the Art Intensive Moisturizer morning and night, like, slather it on because my skin was so dry all year round. And I don't have that anymore. You know, it's just... Hmm, interesting, right? You know, I found out that in the other famous mineral company that bismuth is one of the main ingredients in almost all makeup, not just mineral makeup. It's very chemically similar to arsenic. And so I was like, all right, maybe that's it. It makes your, it's really irritating and drying, and they, they say that could cause the itching and the redness and the eyes tearing. So I don't know. All I know is, like, people are like, Looking at my skin, they're like, you look like you're glowing, your skin is beautiful, and I'm just like, yeah, I wear these awesome minerals on my face. So we have them 25% off. So if you're thinking about using them, now is your time to try them because they're on sale. And before that sale goes out, I need to, like, personally get some a uh, couple extra foundations um, because I really love that warm two and that warm one. And, it, you know, if, if you're worried about it matching really closely, don't worry, you, you're typically uh, between two and three different shades with the Savvy Minerals. So don't worry about the exact match. If you're pretty close, it'll probably match just fine. And honestly, there's a color that I, there's not a color in here that I don't like, except for those really dark lipsticks, the moisturizing ones with the cinnamon in them. Um, the really dark brown ones look weird on me. Besides that, I can wear every other color because <laughs> I'm so fair-skinned, I can't wear those colors, at least in my opinion. But I see other people wearing them, they're fantastic. So it's just me, but everything is just beautiful. So go do that. You know, get them 25% off. There are some other products on sale that I noticed today. Um, you have, uh, oh, where is it at here? I just saw them earlier today, and I can't get a read on. Um, some of them have already sold out of stock that you have um, some of these quick order only, the some of the uh, special, like little packets the Essential Basics gift set, the Vitality Tea gift set, the Lip Balm set, the Treasure of the Season, you know, some of these holiday things, the dryer balls, the thermos, they may not be in stock if you go in there right now, but they might be in there, depending if they sold out. So you have to go in and check out where they might be. Um, the last time that I did this, I found them under 
um, I think it was under specials because they move these things sometimes and essential specials. Um, yes, I'm finding them under essential specials. So you will find some things under there that are on the sale. And there you go. So go around and click around there under the new and featured and you'll find these things on sale. Because, you know, change of season, it's all good. Of course, we've got our regular monthly special that is really fantastic, so check that out. I've already, we're in the middle of the month, so you probably know what that is right now. And if you don't know the special, make sure you go in and check out what you get for the 190, the 250, and the 300 PV. By the way, 300 PV, you do get the charcoal bar soap, which is my favorite ever for pulling impurities out of the skin. And it also smells like amazing. So I'm just going to stop there because we're a little bit late on time. And I see a bunch of you have shown up here. You're probably laughing hysterically because you know I flubbed up the time. and Not the time, the, the phone number. <laughs> so let's get into the call itself. So if you're listening to this live, kudos to you, high five, because there is something to be said about accountability and being able to... Um, you know, listen and be here live. The second thing I want to say is you have the opportunity to share these recordings with people. You can absolutely, you know, tell people about this call or send them to iTunes or SoundCloud, and you just search Diamond Factory or Jen Springer, and you'll find our calls. So I, I firmly believe that when somebody first gets started, one of the things that we want to do is get them plugged into a community. And every week we do these calls. And there are calls back from 2013 on iTunes slash SoundCloud, I mean, depending on if you're Android or what. So I just I really want to invite you to, to get in there and make that your mobile university and share that with other people. Because I know when I started, I was lost. <laughs> and people can relate to a lot of the stories of the distributors who have gone from struggle to their achievements and goals, no matter what rank it is. So I really encourage you to get that. So check your phone for iTunes or SoundCloud for Jen uh, Springer or Diamond Factory, either one. I think it searches and pulls up. You'll see Monty and I in the picture, and then you can go from there. But I'm super excited tonight for my guest that is joining us because many of you know her husband, Tom Challen. And Tom is very, you know, very much out there with his training and what he does and, uh, you know, helping distributors, especially he loves Young Living distributors, break through their blocks, get to their goals, and really become a professional of this network marketing industry. But one thing I do want to say is on the flip side, there is somebody supporting him all the time behind the scenes that you may or may not have met before in the past, depending on when you saw Tom's stuff. And I thought the other day, you know, Monty and I were talking about Monday call guests, and he's like, what about, Tom, what about you know, Tom's wife, Kim? What, what do you think of that? And I'm like, that's a brilliant idea. Because I, when talking to distributors, there's so many of you that say, I really want to bring my spouse home. I really want to work with my husband or my wife, and we want to do this together. And, you know, sometimes we, we get that dream realized, and our spouse comes home with us, and then there's, like, near divorces, <laughs> okay? Or somebody's like, I'm going back to work because they hate their life. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And is it easy every day? No. But is it, can it be wonderful? Yes. And so I'm really, really excited to have on tonight Kim Challen because she's a force to be reckoned with. You know, she's very, you see her and she's sweet and she's soft-spoken and she's beautiful and, you know, she's always cheerleading behind you. But this girl can recruit. I mean, Tom, I call him the master recruiter and the sponsoring, you know, guru. But let me tell you what, I think Kim Challen, if you put them neck and neck against Kim, I'd like to see this competition. Um, and who can close better, Kim or Tom? I think, I think Kim, you might win. Ooh. I think you might I be able to win. I feel maybe a competition brewing here. Sounds like a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. So thank you for coming on tonight. But I think we need to do this because I really I think that you can whoop him. <laughs> Wow. Well, Jen, first of all, 
Thank you so much. And I want to first just recognize you because what you're doing, not only for your personal Young Living team, but offering incredible training and resources to people in all of Young Living who know about it. And then beyond that, I know that what you're doing through your training calls is penetrating the industry. And so your time, your heart, your passion of pouring to people, I just, um, what you're doing is just truly incredible. So thank you for all you're doing. And, and we learn from you just as much. And so I'm truly honored you asked me to do this call, and I'm excited. So thank you so much. I'm Isn't it funny? You were thinking about talking about this topic recently. You, you, you and I talked about it. Like, I was thinking about maybe doing something with the spouse thing, weren't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's funny. I actually have had it in the back of my mind going, you know, I should actually prepare a talk on that because at some point, and Tom's even said, you should talk about working with your spouse. And it is a huge, huge passion of mine because I'll share our story in a little bit, but we've been doing it for a very long time. And I'm convinced we've done it all the wrong ways. <laughs> and, um, and, but it is a passion of mine. And if our story and our experiences can help somebody else who's thinking about or maybe in the midst of working together and they're realizing this isn't that fantasy of what they thought it would be in their head, it's normal. <laughs> it's okay. If you're thinking about it, I want you to maybe ask yourself the question, do you really, truly want to work together? I think it's worth asking yourself that because I've asked more people than I know, you know, and as we, you know, we have friends and we have colleagues, you know, that we, that we work together and 9.999 times out of 10 they say, I could never work with my spouse, right? But then we all have that, I think most of us when we get in this industry and we have our dreams and goals and we think, wow, how cool would it be to actually work together with your spouse to accomplish that? And I'm telling you, there is no more beautiful thing that you could do than to do that. So I want to know, though, if it's okay to be completely transparent on this call, like just be raw and real about what it's like to work with your spouse. Because I actually, <laughs> Jen, I'm cracking up. I, I've been rereading our text back and forth. Can I just, I wish I could show this on a webinar. But <laughs> can I just reenact it? It was hilarious. I was laughing so yeah, hard. Yeah, go ahead. Because, I mean, you guys, for those of you that don't know Tom, he's very, very uh, passionate, strong personality. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like the kite and Kim is the one on the ground holding the kite. Okay, just to give you a little background. So go ahead, Kim. That's awesome. That's a great analogy. I've never heard before. I love that. <laughs> um, so I get this text from Jen. She's like, hey, what do you think about speaking on our Monday night call, specifically on working with your spouse in network marketing? And I text back, that's actually a funny topic at this particular moment as we're battling it out right now. <laughs> and we were literally like, for about a half an hour going back and forth in this discussion. I won't call it a fight. <laughs> and she said, that's why we could talk about it together. And I'm like, okay, I've got a week. I'll try to think of something positive between now and then. <laughs> and she says, the positive thing is we don't kill each other. Oh, my gosh, I'm dying over that text. I think it's the funniest thing. But <laughs> it is so true. <laughs> Because Monty is here with me, too, so, like, I get it, and (gasps) the struggle is real. (laughs) The struggle is real. I know. You guys are doing it, too. And, I mean, is there not a more beautiful thing when you see couples doing this together in this industry? It is so beautiful. And and many times, I'm sure, no matter what company you see at at the top, when you have the, the, the top, top leaders walking across the stage, mm-hmm. it's with their spouse in partnership. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the dream. That's a dangling dream. And so, you know, all this to say, working with their spouse is very, 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 I don't know how many varies I could add, but it'd be a lot. It's very difficult, but it's also very, 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 and triple the varies, rewarding and worth it when you do it right. So I've put together seven things that Tom and I have kind of worked through and what we do. And I'm going to go through those and feel free to interrupt me or add or whatever because I know you've got a ton of experience in this too, Jen. 
Um, so it could be very interactive. But for those of you who don't know me or Tom, we're at the challenge. We've been in this industry now for 20, close to 23 years. Yes. Got started right, well, actually longer, married as 22 years, um, but we actually started working together a year before we were married. So we've been side by side working together for nearly 23 years. And when I say side by side, like we work in the same space in the house, like we are side by side. We kind of joke about it because we're like, you know, the time, the amount of time we spend together is probably more than people who've been married 50 years. As, you know, people that go off to different careers and they come together and they've got a few hours in the evening, a couple hours in the morning. You know, we are every day, all day long. And so we've had to work through a lot because it's not been easy. Um, but it's, it's completely worth it because we've been able to account, accomplish so much. We've been able to raise our children the way we want to raise them and, and hold and school them and be at every sporting and together. We are the only family that are at every game together in all the years of raising our children and going to their sporting events, um, traveling and just working and working hard, playing hard, and just living that dream is all so, so, so possible. So if your spouse is working right now in your home and your dream is to bring them home, don't ever get up, give up on that dream, but be prepared to do these very important seven things um, or, or else, like Jen said, the fact is, the reality is that divorce is running rampant, and when you are working mm -hmm. together, and if you're not taking care of some very important things, the reality is that, that could very well happen. Your, your, your pursuit of your dream can end everything if you don't keep the main thing the main thing. So I, I am going to be very transparent with this because I am very passionate about about this because of what we've been able to accomplish, but what I'd love to see others be able to accomplish as well. And if you're already doing this, I hope some of this will help. If you're already working at home with your spouse, um, hopefully this will help you too. So the number, the first thing I have, the first tip I have is that you want to get on the same page with your dreams and goals. And I see this a lot is that sometimes the husband can have um, or and I don't want to pinpoint the husband. It could be the the wife as well. But someone might have a way bigger dream than the other person. Like someone might want to go get fifty thousand a month or a hundred thousand a month, and the other one's like, I just could settle for an extra two to five thousand a month. And those dreams are so conflicting. One will will be driving and pursuing and striving and spending more time and investing more time, more time away from the family more, and the other one can actually become very resentful if you're not on the same page. And you, that's the last thing you want to do is have this business become something you resent and resent the amount of time that and energy that is going into a business. So what we do is um, set... There's a few goals you want to write down together and make sure you guys are on the same page. There's going to be compromising on this. You know, one might want to just give to charities and the other one wants the big house and the big car. Those are totally two different extremes of, of desires and hopes. So what can you do together? So set you want to set a monthly goal together and get on the same page with that. Then you want to set a 90-day goal, a one-year goal, a five-year goal, and a 10-year goal. Nothing new when it comes to setting goals, but those are really important to move forward. And then what you want to do is meet every single week, like we like to do Monday mornings, and then kind of review where you're at. How did the last week go? What can you tweak? What can you get better? Do a little business together. Have your coffee date at the beginning of the week. If it has to be midweek, it's okay. Just find a time when the two of you can sit down and really focus on where are we at. Are we on track? Are we... You know, are we okay with this one working here and that one doing this? So just just really come together with, with your goals and dreams. And then if you have children, I highly, highly recommend getting them involved in this because not only is it fun to dream together as a family, but it gets them on board with, you know, like a lot of times you're going to say, you know, mommy, mommy, you know, can't, can't do this right now, honey, because I'm working until this time. But after this time, then we can do what you want to do. But I have to, you know, mommy's got some 
business things I have to take care of first. And when they know that this is the time you're investing until this time is all to go towards that dream of getting to Disney World, they'll be, okay, I'll see you at this time. And, and they'll, they'll more honor your time when you're in the business and you won't feel guilty or bad about it. Um, so get your children involved. And we like, we, we, we love to doing dream boards, you know, everybody getting involved and sitting some time once a year and, hey, girls, what do you want to do this year? And getting some dreams set out and then get them involved in that and get them on board so that you're working together as a family. And this is great for younger and, and older. We have all teenagers now. We've been doing this for a long time. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is set very clear expectations. I'm convinced it's expectations in a marriage, and especially when they're not communicated, is what causes most people to end their marriages. Um, you, you, you want to make sure that you're not expecting ten times more of what that person can give. And you, this is another thing you have to be on the same page with is what is your expectation for me in the business? What is your expectation for me today? What is your expectation for me this week, this year? And really get on the same page and communicate that together so that inside you're not boiling because they're not doing what you think they should do. And I know this is all more marriage advice, but truly, you know, working together is working on your marriage. Yeah, so, can you give an example of this? Um, somebody you either know or something in yourself, like um, some, maybe an expectation yeah. that you and Tom have so that um, we can be really clear on what this, how this is different than goals. Yes, yes. So um, Tom and I hash this out da- like almost daily is that, you know, he may have expected me to to get something done in our business this week, but I thought it was a 10 and not a 1. And it was a clear 1 in his mind, and we didn't communicate about it. And so when he came to me and said, did you do that? I'm like, no, because I've got nine other things prior to that, and that would be two days from now. Um, Sometimes that can be really hard when that person is like, it didn't get done. Are you serious? That was like a 1. So... I guess you could call it prioritizing what has to get done and knowing what that person is expecting and so you're not caught off guard when you didn't do it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I guess really your helpful. expectations of your roles, which I'm going to get into next, like what are your expectations of what you want me to do, but also we like to make like a top ten list and then let's go through and prioritize together what needs to get done first and, and number them, one through ten. And that way, when you're on the same page, it's beautiful. But when you're not and you're working on your, your one, which is his ten, it just doesn't work. This happens all the time for us, just to be true transparency. Um, when we don't come together and we talk about our top tens for the day, so... You almost have to have either once a week set out, like, this is what we're doing this week, or almost daily say, these are our top tens. And it's good to do it the night before so you can wake up running. Okay, Mm. so moving on to number three is set very clear roles based on your strengths in your business. So there was a season when we first got married and we were first working together. um, We were trained in our first company, recruit, recruit, recruit. And, of course, there's other training that went on the back end, but it was all about recruit, recruit, recruit until you're financially independent, and then Mm -hmm. you can enjoy your family's birthdays, and then you can spend time with these people. (laughs) Yes. And so Tom and I were kind of trained that way, and so both him and I were like, recruit, 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 recruit. You know, it was just like... We were just like these dogs just looking to recruit everyone all the time. And we looked back at our business years later and we're like, how come no, hardly anyone stays? You know, like, where are they all going? We're recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. But, but the net, there's no one staying. And 
So we sat down with a mentor one time and we're like, okay, Tom and Kim Chella, let's restructure your business. Tom, what are your strengths? Well, I love to recruit. <laughs> and he truly does. He loves to talk to people and connect and share a message and get them started. And I was doing it, but it wasn't like I loved it. It's just what I was trained to do. Kim, what are your strengths? I love people. I love to get to know people, and I love to nurture them and help them. And, you know, she's like, okay, I got this. Tom, you are front end. Kim, you are back end. Tom, you go recruit. Kim, you be the net to your business. You do the communication. You do the phone calls once they get started. You connect them to all the places they need to be. You, you, you know, send them a text when they need it. You, you love on people. And so that was one example of how you can really, you know, when you're building a business, there's a lot of facets. You know, there's prospecting, there's connecting, sharing, follow-up. There's, you know, training your team. There's all kinds of things. And so really saying, okay, I'm going to do these things and I'm going to own it. And, and you're going to do these things and you're going to own it. And that way you can really thrive with your strengths. So what if your strengths are the same? <laughs> you know, then... You know, what I, what I think you have to do is someone's going to say, okay, this isn't my strength, but I'm going to do this for a season because it's got to get done. But when we can, we're going to outsource all of that and really be, you know, set a goal. You know, in six months, we're going to make this much money and we're going to hire this person to do that because that is not our strength. And that's just a fact in business. Most of us don't have, like, every single strength it takes to, to you know, do everything. So outsourcing is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So when, you're, when you are just starting to work together or even now, like Tom and I, were, we were down the road many years before we realized, you know, there's a hole, there's a big hole in our business. And so that radically transformed our business when we, when we figured that out. And then you've got things like if you're, if you're both working in the business, then who's going to do what with the children and the home, right? Those, can't, mm-hmm. those are like priority things that can't fall behind. And, you know, everybody's different with where they're at, you know, and who should do what. Um, But this is why it's so important to get your children on board with your dreams is because then if you have children and you still have to maintain the home, the laundry's still got to get done, the dishes still have to get done, the trash still has to get taken out, and um, what you can do is be very clear on your church chart who does what and link it to your dreams and then say, hey, you know, we're, we're working towards these goals, guys, and we're a team. And if you can do the dishes Monday and Wednesday and then Johnny does them Tuesdays and Thursdays and that way we can be on a few more appointments and then we'll all have dinner together and then someone, t- you know, and you divide up who does what and they're not always going to be happy to do it, but they're going to understand if I do this, it's working together as a team to accomplish those goals and dreams we talked about on our vision board. So really mm-hmm. selling it and make sure it's fun with linking it to what you're trying to accomplish together as a family. So um, I just keep going? Or I don't know if you ever want to ask me or, anything or add anything. No, then, this is really good. I, I really love this because... Um, I think I'm even taking furious notes. Personally, I got already like a half a page of notes. (laughs) Wow. Oh, good. Okay, awesome. I'll keep rolling. So number four. Is Karen's book coming out in the next year? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to write a book. (laughs) I think so. Uh, In your spare time. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> For those of you who don't priority. know, it, we have, well, I know. <laughs> I would love to write a book, but um, yeah, very passionate about marriage, very passionate about children. Our four teenage daughters are now our four daughters are now teenagers, and so we're in a whole new season of learning how to let go in certain areas and let them spread their wings. So it's a definite different season in life for us. Um, But, man, I couldn't imagine, you know, when we look back, not having the experiences we had as a family and really getting them involved in everything. And it's just so beautiful. And you you guys have had some very, um, some times of extreme imbalance, too. Oh, yeah. 
you know, going through this. You know, it was, I mean, all the years you've been together is a long time and having some extreme, you know, imbalance throughout the years and, you know, times where, you know, your, your finances were very tight and times that were very abundant and, you know, yep. times that you were probably ready to sell him and uh, run away and, you know, then you get the best times, you know. So it's just like it's not always been um, easy. You've been through a lot of tests as well. Thank you for bringing that up, Jen, because I actually did want to touch on that because a lot of times you see someone and you don't realize they've struggled as hard as they have, and especially you look on social media and you're only seeing the good parts. And, you right. know, there have been many good parts, but there have been many hard parts. We've walked through a lot of valleys, made very wrong decisions, and, you know, to the point where we were almost homeless with four children, no cars because our cars got repossessed, lost almost everything. And, you know, these are our, have been our learning experiences. What are we doing wrong and how do we fix it? And that's why, like, all of this ties into our big passion of creating wealth while having a life because yeah. if you don't, nurture your priorities through your journey, you lose yourself and all of a sudden the one thing that can give you the freedom is now you're a complete slave to your business, which is what we did. We had no balance. We were, we were, we were just all eyes on deck to, you know, becoming financially independent, work, 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 and, you know, we, we hired the nannies and, you know, there was seasons where just it became not worth it and we literally walked away from building our business so yeah you know doing this stuff now and learning how to maintain your priorities do be effective with the time you have working together with two of you you can knock things out so much faster so much faster that's why i want you know want to give you the tools to to effectively work together because you it's like you could two people working together on your goals versus one. And yeah, double time. Double time. So you can go accomplish what you want to do, being effective with the time you have to work, and really, you know, doing some big things and avoid the, the pitfalls that we've done for sure. So um, number six I put in is, is learning how to work through arguments. You're going to argue when you work together more than you ever could imagine. Because not only do you now have to discuss your finances, your home life, your children, but now you are both CEOs to your business, and sometimes you have different thoughts and different opinions, and you have to learn how to sort through all of that. Um, and what's really important here, just like anything, is you've heard that phrase, um, it's not your circumstances, but how you how you handle your circumstances that determines your success. And, and here it's like you're gonna get, you're gonna have the arguments, you're gonna disagree, you're gonna disagree more than you ever have in your life, most likely. But it's how you handle them. And there's some things that we've learned how to do um, that have helped us maneuver through arguments. Because there were times, just like anyone else, through an argument would knock us out a day up to a week of effectiveness in our business when oh, we no. let it get us that frustrated with each other, right? And so you you want to avoid getting to a place where you're just like done and toast. Um, so the best thing I can say here is nip it in the butt fast. So if you, you're sitting here and you're not agreeing on something and there's been words that were spoken and you're just like, I'm out of here, the best thing to do is choose in a second to forgive the person and choose in a second to not be offended and I know this is and you're not going to be bitter and instead you're going to just completely let it go and forgive mm-hmm. and I know this is easier said than done and this is just really common sense marriage stuff but it does affect your business if you don't learn how to do this like I said yes. um, here's an example of why I know you can do this okay Who's ever been on their way to church or any kind of family function where there's a lot of people or a business event, and you're riding together. For us, it always happens when we're on our way to church. <laughs> I don't know why. 
but you're sitting there and you're arguing because so-and-so was late and now we're going to miss the first song in worship and you know you're like ah and why did you have to do that one last thing and breakfast wasn't ready on time so you're arguing and then as soon as you pull them into the parking lot you get out and you walk into the church doors and you see someone you know you put the smile on your face you're like hey how was your week it's so great to see you and I know it's an act, and you're really so mad on the inside, but you made a decision to shift your mindset and your dynamic at that moment, which means you can do it at any time. You have the power and everything in you to, in a second, forgive and move on. Even if it's an act at the time, you, you're, you will eventually, our mind is a crazy thing, is you can decide to do something and eventually your feelings, your emotions will follow if you just walk that out. So I agree as well. You know, people hold on to so many things and it's not productive and it's toxic for the relationship mm-hmm. and he said and she said and it's not like you're shoving mm-hmm. it down in your shorts. It's like you consciously make the decision. Like you said a little bit earlier and I think this goes into talking about expectations is that when we expect somebody to do something or we think they should do something and yeah. then you create this argument and then you hold that resentment that they didn't do something that shooting on them, as we like to say, it's so toxic and that builds up like a big infection and yes. it's bad. If you just consciously say, okay, I was expecting you know this or you, know, you just let it go, however you frame it in your mind, it's so much healthier um, it you know it's not like you're ignoring it you're just accepting it and being like okay you know obviously we need to work on that or however you frame it um, yes. but, yeah <laughs> and a lot of times the question you just nailed is is so toxic and literally you can make yourself that toxic thought can take you down a whole path that mm-hmm. can lead to so much bigger, just a, a, a snowball of, it was started as this tiny little comment, but now it's this great big thing, and and um, it can literally, pretty soon you find yourself, you're sick, because you, you're immune shot, you know, and now how effective are you, and you, you got to be in bed for now three days, because you're just sick, <laughs> you can literally do that from a thought, and becoming toxic with your thoughts. Um, and that's so true, and, and many of you um, have known me a long time, and I was married when I started Young Living, and our communication wasn't that great, and my ex-husband was working the business with me, and all the things that, the little things that he had issue with, and I'm totally not pointing fingers 100% at him, but yeah. this was one problem, is that he never spoke up when something bothered him, and it, he would mm-hmm. he shoved it down into his tennis shoes <laughs> and then like one day everything for 10 years worth of stuff came out and our relationship was irreparable and mm-hmm. I'm not saying I was perfect definitely not you know I wasn't conscious of what I was doing either and we definitely had better communication channels that could have happened but it was like oh it was it was like pure poison and it couldn't it was dead you know we couldn't do anything with it mm. wow mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's the end. That could that is like the ultimate example of when you do not forgive and you just let yes. bitterness and it does become irreparable. Although it could have maybe been, but it takes a lot of people skills and you know certain personalities. I'm convinced can forgive faster. So someone might have to work on that harder. That's a harder spot for your area that you have to work on. But, boy, if you don't, if you Mm. don't, yes. That's exactly where it comes from. I mean, literally, they believe that the emotional component of cancer is that festering of emotion. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. other things. (laughs) Yep. So true. So good. Well, I kind of just mentioned it, and I want to, that's kind of my next point, is becoming a master. And, I mean, if you could master anything, I'm talking Ph.D. level, it's people and their personalities. Mm, mm. This is so important when you're building a business, when you're prospecting, and when you're 
um, on the phone communicating with people that you can pinpoint, I'm talking to a green right now, or I'm talking to a red right now, or this is a total blue, right? And I'm going to go through those like uber fast, like cliff note fast, if you've never heard of those. But it's so important when we apply that to our spouses and our children of knowing how they were created. Like God created everybody so different and unique, and they created them that way for a purpose. And a lot of times when we marry our spouse, we think our job is to change them. Mm-hmm. And reds, we think they should be exactly like us. <laughs> and or I'm going to go through what those are, but that's just not who they are. They're meant to be who they are. And so I want to touch on this. If this is new or this will be a recap for some of you maybe, and maybe you have really focused on this, and if you have, I applaud you because this is life-changing in business and in all your relationships. So um, we like to teach on colors, easy to remember. This is a really fast cliff note version, but there's red, green, blue, and yellow. And usually you're dominant in one color and, and sometimes a blend of one other color or sometimes two. But once you realize who, how you think and how you process and how you act out things and you realize your spouse is usually your exact opposite, it's so freeing because you understand them, right? And they're not, you, you think they should act out things the way you think. But they were created a totally different way. So here's the fast cliff notes is that um, when you are a red or you're married to a red or you have a red child like we do, um, they are very, very driven. And they usually buy money or big things. And they have to go conquer. They were put on this earth to conquer. And so a lot of times reds can get so focused on the conquering that it feels like they're, they forget about people. <laughs> like they will go over everything to just go get that thing that they want. Um, they're, they're usually your, your, you know, your CEOs, and they usually they love to win. They love to hit records. You find a red in your business, you just got to give them their tools and let them run. That's a red. Now, the opposite of that is yellow, and usually a red is married to a yellow because a yellow is the only one that can put up with a red. And (laughs) a yellow is someone that is very people-oriented. Usually they're not very money-motivated. They're more motivated by helping and serving. And you'll usually find yellows being teachers or very involved in ministries and churches and um, um, charities. Um, they just love to be a part of the team but not be the leader of the team. They want to be a part of the team. And so when, when a red is talking to a yellow like you, what do you come on, you got it what are you doing? Anyways, go, go, go. And you're crushing a yellow because they just they just not how they're made. Um, they're very peace they like to create peace in their home and with people. Um, they're your peacemakers, so they're very, very important in your business because they're very loyal, and once you get them in your business, they stay. They stay, and they want to be a part. They want to help, and they want to change lives. A red wants to change lives, too, by the way. They want to change a million lives, like yesterday. <laughs> it's just different how they think. Um, and then you have your greens, which are um, they're very methodical. They're very structured. They're rule followers. Um, they they usually take a long time to research. They're, they're researchers. And when they say they really have to research it, they really do want to research it. So you want to give them the links to the information they could go research. Um, they're usually not your, your loud, flamboyant, you know, they, they're more quiet and conservative. Also very, very loyal. You get a green in your business and they will be there a lifetime because they will do their research and they will believe in it and they will, in their own way, share it with everybody. Um, So that's your green. And then they're usually married to their opposite, which is a blue. And the blues are, you know when you see a blue because they are loud and proud, life of the party, give me the mic. (laughs) Usually they like bright, they like fun. they 
they just have that natural charisma, and it's always fun to be around a blue. They pull out your fun side, usually, for yellows and greens. That's why you're attracted to them. They're sometimes disorganized, and, you know, they're, they're organized in their own way. You know, like a million things around, they can see it, but it looks like a mess, but to them it's perfectly organized. Um, usually their cars, you know, there's some trash in there, and they're, you know, they, they're just in the moment all the time. Um, so they're usually not your planners. The greens are the planners. That's why blues and greens, you know, when you understand each other, you're married to because you need that. The, the greens need the fun and the, the blues need some structure. <laughs> so um, that's in a cliff note version, the different personalities. And if you're married to your opposite, it's very likely you are. And when you really embrace who they are, you realize their strengths are what you're missing and together you make a perfect couple. But you have to appreciate their strengths and how they were created. And once you do, it is so freeing in your marriage. It is so freeing in your marriage. Also with your children. We have every color. We have the whole rainbow in our family. And it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, but then you know how what motivates people and what, how to speak to people and how to let go when you realize that's just how they're processing in the moment. That's just who they are. Um, so this is so, so, so important if you, if you were to be successful in your marriage and working together and in your businesses to just master people and how they're created to be and yeah, appreciate their differences. Did, yeah, what's that, Jen? Like too, yeah, doesn't it seem like, too, what you're attracted to eventually becomes what gets on your nerves? <laughs> That is so funny. I literally wrote that down. That is so true. <laughs> so true. So the number one thing that attracted you to your spouse is the number one thing that you can't stand. It's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I loved it when I, you know, got married to Tom. I loved his fun. Like he was a rebel and he was fun and he was a risk taker and, you know, I wasn't. So I was really drawn to that. But the number one thing is like, why does he have to take so many risks? Why is he so, always so goofy all the time? You know, like it, it is that number one thing you're so drawn to, but yet it can become the number one thing. You're just like, Why? <laughs> Why is he so yes. fast? Can you just slow down? <laughs> right? Oh, um, it's I have to share a true story. <laughs> it's so true. I have to share a story because um, when you work together, you'll find that there's pet peeves that are amplified to the 10th degree all of a sudden. <laughs> and I'll just use a personal example, okay? So my husband... When he sneezes, it's like the earth shatters. He just lets everything out that's inside of him. And there's not just one sneeze, there's three all the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so it's like you have to brace yourself because, like, when I sneeze, I close my mouth. I don't want to share germs. But when he sneezes, the thing, like, it's just like spray the room you're in. <laughs> you would kill me if I said this. And so... You can almost get to a point where you're like, well, that's very disrespectful. Why can't you close your mouth? Why can't you know? Where literally if he closed his mouth, his ears would blow off probably. <laughs> and probably so, would blow his up. <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously, I cannot tell you how much it festered inside of me. Every time I heard a sneeze, it literally changed the dynamic of my mood. He can't help it. He has to sneeze, right? And I heard... Um, we were having lunch with a couple that actually teaches on marriage, and they have a radical story, but she said her husband drove her crazy because he did this weird noise, like snorting noise in his throat all the time, and it drove her crazy. And I'm telling you, like, these are nitpicky things, but these are the things that will drive you crazy when you're with your spouse all the time. But she's like, he did it all the time. And I kept asking him, please don't do that. And it became very disrespectful. And then they actually had a season in the marriage where he, they were separated and for about three years. And she, in, in the moment of speaking this, they share this all the time, but it still is so impactful for her. She's cries when she shares that she's like when we were apart I would have given anything to hear that noise again hmm. anything because I longed for him 
I missed him, and I would have never made that a big deal in our marriage. And she chose in that moment to let it go. There's your example of you can choose in a moment to let something go. And so I know that mm-hmm. might be a silly example of like a little pet peeve, but there, you know, maybe yours is a little bigger, but let it go in the big grand scheme of things. It truly doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. Um, so the the things that your spouse do, <laughs> let them be that. Let them be them and you be you. You know that song. <laughs> There's a song about it. It's true, and, I, and, you know, when I have gone through things myself and looked and, you know, sought out marital and relationship advice, mm-hmm. I say the, the most detrimental thing that destroys a relationship is expecting somebody to be different or to do things. Yeah. It's expectations that just can kill relationships, mm-hmm. any relationship. Like even a friendship, a business partner, well, Kim should have said this or Kim should have worn those different shoes or she should have said hi to me when she walked down the hall. You know, Mm -hmm. like that is so toxic. Even saying it it feels like poison in my mouth, you know. Yes. That expectation that somebody should be doing something different than what we think, you know, what they should be doing something that we think they should be is, Oh, that's so toxic. And, of course, we don't say anything and work it out and clarify the expectations. We just internalize them sometimes. Right. <sighs> right. Monty and I need to have a, a coffee break in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and work through expectations. You're right. That has proven that people's expectations are the number one killer of a marriage. And that's why it's got to mm. be in there where you guys, you have to talk about what your expectations are and you have to get on the same page with that and you have to communicate it. Do not, yellows, a lot of times you just hold things in and your spouse is killing you and they don't even know it until you've reached that limit and you're just like all of a sudden it all comes out and they're just like, whoa, where'd that come from? Where reds, they're very verbal and they communicate and blues sometimes, you know, of what what they expect and a lot of times you're just like I can't I'll never be that way you know so everybody has to work on what their expectations are you know and be very considerate about who who how God made it that's why personalities are so important I run yeah. at a different pace than Tom and it's unfair for him to make him expect me to run as fast as he runs I'll never be that way so let mm-hmm. your spouse be who they are and then find the expectations that make sense around that. Um, mm. It will radically change your marriage. So good, Jen. Mm. So good. I love that. I do. I really do. Do you want to do a quick, like a, a half a second recap on each number for people that are trying to fill in their notes? Sure. Um, just a, like a little, you know, your, your different, because you had six points, right? Yep. Six points and then yeah, I have one bonus just, one. Oh, so, yeah, the bonus one. I got so, one bonus one. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, do you want to do your quick re- recap and then your bonus, your bonus and your recap? My re- well, so recap, I'll give the points and then I'll do my little bonus. You guys <laughs> want to hear this bonus, let me tell you. I know you do. <laughs> Talk about something that will change your marriage fast. Um, so, number one, get on the same page with your dreams and goals. Get your whole family involved with your children. Do a dream vision board and then set your your one-month goal, your 90-day goal, your one-year goal, your five-year goal, your 10-year goal. And then meet regularly, like a business meeting with your spouse on these goals. This is where you talk business, okay? Um, Make sure you're very, um, you know, sometimes you have to compromise with what you want. But get on the same page. Number two, set very clear expectations like we were just talking about. Of, of what you are expecting the other person to do and what Tom and I like to do. Um, you know, obviously there's, like, big expectations in general of who's going to do what in a business, but then your daily expectations so that you're meeting, you know, you're, I like we like to prioritize 1 through 10, and we set our 10 things. This is number one. Do you agree? Should this get done today? No? Okay, well, let's make that a three or four or five, you know, and, and shift your priorities around. Be on the same page about what's your ones and what's your tens. Number three, set very clear rules based on your strengths. So sit down with your spouse or even ask your friends, hey, what do you see my greatest strength is? 
And then in business, <clears throat> apply what role would meet that best. The example I use is Tom's really good on the front end. He loves to just bring in masses of people. That's his strength. He loves to meet people and go and recruit. And I like to nurture on the back end. Um, you know, who's going to do the prospecting? Who's going to do the meetings? Who's going to do the phone calls? Who's going to train on the back end or direct them to how to get trained, that type of thing. Number four, become a master at personalities and really understanding the way your spouse was created to be and then let them be free to be who they are without trying to change them and, um, um, you know, also apply, the, apply this to your prospects and the people in your team and where their roles are with um, being a part of the team. Number five, learn how to maneuver through arguments and forgive quickly, let go of the bitterness, and in a second decide, I'm going to let this go and I'm going to forgive and move on. This, this, this little thing is not so important that it has to mess up our whole day. It's not so important it has to mess up our whole life because literally that's where it goes when we don't forgive quickly. It can, as Jen said, it can turn into a cancer and literally end your marriage. When you work together, you are together more than you ever think you should be. And so doing these six things and really getting clear and mapping out who's doing what, having clear expectations, getting your goals straight, getting your kids involved with doing chores and the housework, it, it all can work together to create that beautiful dream it's not a fantasy. It really can happen where you guys are building something purposeful together and you're reaching your goals and you're changing your life and other people's lives. And when you do it together, there's nothing more beautiful. But you've got to make sure you're nurturing these things so that you, in the end, you're still together. There's no business, no dream, no goal, no purpose, no passion pursuing if in the end you guys are not together. And that's the reality of it. That's the raw, transparent truth. <laughs> it can can be a very hard well, thing to do. Yes. And, you know, there's been many people that I've known, and I'm sure you as well, who they wind up getting to the top of their companies and they're divorced. <laughs> so yep. I've seen it happen. And they're alone. And the family's mm -hmm. torn apart. Yep. It's a very a real thing, thing and see. even it's very sad. And I've seen it. I've seen some people be able to get to the brink of divorce as they've been building a major business, and then I've seen people come back in together and have better marriages than ever. Mm. And then, of course, there's people who have couldn't work through it, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's very um, very profound to take this. It, you know, the things that Kim has said, you guys very um, very much to heart because this is the real stuff and it's very important to put your marriage first. You know, without, a lot of people put their business first and their kids first and so many others. Well, there's, you put your spirituality and what keeps you, like, pulled together and not unglued first. But, you know, your, your, your relationship really comes right up there at the top because without yeah. that, I mean, can you imagine facing life without your partner? I mean, no. Right. Yeah. Right. That's just yeah. it. That's just it. Imagine if they weren't in your life, what that would look like. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe no bueno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really so think. Yeah. So... What do you this want was fantastic. This I took like so many notes. I can't even tell you. Like this was so good. I see this is very important information. I would highly encourage you to keep expounding on this and do with do stuff with this. Um, honestly, I think it's really really good. And uh, you know, people that are listening, I I'm I know we're going to hear that feedback as well. Um, if people want to know. Kind of what you and Tom do, um, I do have a little place where we can send people. They can get, you know, how do you want to say, get their toes wet. They can see you guys talking and working together. And uh, I've got, I think it's my, where does this, what else? It's ylstartnow.com. 
It's actually a special thing that you guys have put together for me, and not that we're going there today that talking about your, your World Changers program, but I know there's people, curious that are wondering more about you and Tom, especially you, because we see you sometimes in different things. If you guys want to see Kim and even check out, um, they put together for you guys a special $1 um, trial on the World Changers program. At, it's uh, wildstartnow.com. I just wanted to put that in there because I do get emails afterwards saying, "Where can I find more about them?" and you know, "What what do they do exactly?" You know, I see these things come through, so I wanted to make sure we we can send them somewhere. If not anything, they can see the video of you and Tom talking there on that website. So, uh, well, is thank there you, anything Jen. that you want to? Yeah, you're welcome. You're totally welcome. And is there anything that you want to leave everybody with? I think that there should be a module in that World Changers program about family dynamics and stuff. I don't know. I'm just planting a seed. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yes. For those of you who might have missed the beginning or maybe you're watching the rebroadcast, um, Tom and I have been working side by side for 23 years in this beautiful industry and um, figuring a lot of stuff out along the way. And our biggest passion right now is to help others do what we've been able to do, which is create wealth while having a life focused on your priorities, your faith, family, health, and wealth, and to, you know, really with the time you have to work your business, be so good at it, be effective, know exactly what to do. You have one hour a day, we'll know exactly what to do during that one hour so you can be effective and not waste time and not ever really reaching your potential and your goals. That's our World Changer program and, and um, why I'll start now is, is you can kind of take a peek for $1. But um, I do have one bonus tip for those of you. Oh, yes, I forgot about that. <laughs> I will tell you, this has been the number one thing in our marriage, and I think it is the number one thing in any marriage outside of faith. I, faith is first for us. Without our faith, we probably would not be married today. It is that important to us in our marriage that this has got to be number two. Number two, and if you want to stick around for this tip or if you want to go, it is a three-letter word that starts with S. And it, I, I, I think it fits right in with this mes message because I don't think there's anything more important in a marriage than having sex. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there that are not intimate enough, in my opinion, and it is the greatest need for a man. It is a physical need for them, and it's a very emotional need for a woman, and if that's a hard area in your relationship, and maybe it's like once a month, I know for a fact, based on men's needs, it's, it's not enough. And I just, I made a decision early on, no matter how tired I was or how angry I was, I would not withhold that from him. And it literally is the glue. It If you're not connected in that area, it's very hard to, to be working alongside each other. It's just, it's the glue. I don't even know how else to say it. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, I, I ask permission to be transparent up front, but I think it's very important to mention it, that you take care of this area in your life, and a lot of times everything else works itself out. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Um, so, you know, it's not always easy for some moms, especially when you've got small children and you're just um, exhausted and it's like one more thing you feel like you have to do. Um, but make sure you guys are working this through in your marriage and talking about it because in men, you know, also it's not just the female. The men have to take care of that emotional need that the women have. And, you know, um, but it is very biblical. It's biblical. And it will be probably the number one thing if you are struggling in your marriage that will align everything back together. And so I just want to really, you know, be raw and transparent to how important this is 
when working together in a business. It will bring you together on a next level and really, you know, bring back the passion. It will make you guys want to work harder to go take vacations together and date each other and, you know, be passionate again. Um, and not that you, you know, a lot of people have a healthy sex life, but there's way too many people that I find that it's just not there anymore. And so I want to encourage you to really work in this area. It will help you work together better. It just will. And without being graphic, it just does. <laughs> so that's my <laughs> bonus tip is date each other and, you know, really really focus on this area to make it the best it can be because it will love help you that. thrive in all areas of your life, especially your business. Yeah, and all men that are going to listen to this will be like, yes, I love that Tim Challenge. <laughs> he needs to do more training. <laughs> <laughs> and let me say, men, it's also your job to take care of your amazing spouse and her needs. So. Yes, and her and her is very much. It's a two-way street. Yes, and uh, sometimes in relationships they become one-way streets, and yes. uh, it's very very helpful with that. So, well, thank you so much, Kim. I'm going to open up the line as people had migrated over here from our little snafu earlier. Yay! <laughs> Yay for us! So thank let's you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you for coming on here. And this was, you know, this was such a super call. And uh, I'm really glad that Monty said, try this, you know, let's do this call. So um, thank you so much again. And I'm going to unmute so people can hear you. Thanks, There we go. All right, everybody, good night. You're welcome. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you, Cam, and happy